Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It's Thursday, November 30th, five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. And it was Mark Fisher, who is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Rhode Island, who threw his support behind Donald Trump in the 24 race for the White House. He's accusing Democrats of racist policies that are working against the black community. Ron DeSantis had a few things to say about that. He posted on his ex account that BLM praising Donald Trump and Trump celebrating it makes perfect sense. This is going to be fascinating how this plays out because Black Lives Matter was a catalyst for immense destruction Mm -hmm. in this country. They were in many ways instigators and agitators to violence, to robberies to murders, to looting, to rioting, to tearing down of statues, uh, monuments. Uh, And they were at the epicenter of so much of this. And for Donald Trump, who decried these people, and rightfully so, when he was in public office, to now align up with one of these guys because he said something nice about Trump, it's going to be fast. Nothing sticks to Trump, though. Like, I'm reading this going, you've got to be kidding me. And then I pause and go, it's Trump, so it probably won't hurt him at all. So Trump truthed out, and he said, spoke with Mark Fisher yesterday, a great guy, very honored to have his and BLM support. I've done more for black people than any other president, parentheses, Lincoln, question mark. What does that even mean? No, what it means is maybe Lincoln did more for black people than I did. That's exactly what that means, Casey. Trump is saying maybe Lincoln did. Maybe. You know. Come on. Emancipation Proclamation and and Donald Trump is saying that he's done more. Right, but you're trying to have a, you're, you're coming at it from a rational perspective. This guy, the things that we chuckle about or when we're sarcastic and have fun about, he's serious about. Like in Donald Trump's mind, if you hooked him up to a lie detector, he could probably pass the thing that in his mind, he believes he's done more for black people than Abraham Lincoln. Well, Ron DeSantis went on and he said that uh, while BLM was burning down cities and assaulting police officers in cities across the country, Trump did nothing but sit in the White House tweeting law and order. So Ron DeSantis is saying all Trump did was tweet stuff out while he was governor, he actually called in the National Guard to break up things that were going on throughout Florida. Well, and it's another example of if you look at how Florida handled something, and we've talked about this numerous times mm-hmm. during COVID, yeah. the, this is another example of how much better things went there than they did nationwide. Again, I read this and had a momentary, just I had a, a moment of astonishment when I read it, and then I pivoted to, boy, that is not going to play well. But then I pivoted to how many other egregious things has this guy said or done or dumbfounding things has this guy said or done? And it just never, if you're a Trump person, explain this to me. Hmm. If you're a only Trump person, and I'm talking about one of the people who gets mad at us anytime we point out obvious m- missteps or flaws 
or the person who I'm going to change the channel if you tell me about Trump's actual governing record. You explain this to me at Robin Kendall on Twitter. Uh, you can throw it up in the YouTube chat. I would love, 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 love. You can call the voicemail hotline 317-684-8444. I would love to know how you're going to stand behind this, given what BLM did and what it stands for and the damage that BLM did to this country. You uh, you mental pretzel yourself into this one. I, I can't wait to see that. Donald Trump obviously trying to reach out to new groups to get support. And he even thanked him. He said, thank you to Mark. I mean, it, it, but it would be, it's like, Okay, if Malik Muhammad endorsed some politician here, Mm -hmm. it would be like somebody going, I'm very glad to have Malik Muhammad's support. Is that where we're at now? I mean, I'm not saying this guy did the same things as Malik Muhammad, Mm -hmm. but in terms of the egregious nature and this organization that this guy was a representative of and what that organization across the country in various chapters or whatever across the country what they did and what they still stand for, it's not like they don't exist anymore. And it's not like, correct me if I'm wrong, this guy hasn't done some mea culpa on Black Lives Matter. He's not rejecting, I mean, maybe I missed this, but in his statement, is he anywhere rejected the group? There are some people who have gone, man, I got totally hoodwinked. I got totally snowed. I should not have been involved with that group. Right, I mean, there there are people who have done that. And for those people, while it's crazy you were gullible enough to fall for that to begin with, I accept that people come to realizations at different times and okay, you're excused, right? Or not excused, but I, I'm I'm willing to listen to you. But this guy changed behavior. Yeah, yeah, this guy hasn't done any of that that mm-hmm. I'm that I'm aware of. And Trump is lining up with him. Yes, now, he and is. if somebody has something where he has just publicly denounced them and he's out out of the out the door and he said they're evil and awful, then show, show that to me and I'll, I'll gladly mention it. But this is crazy. It's 11 minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the Indiana Supreme Court Disciplinary Commission investigating Attorney General Todd Brokita. Yeah, we mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's been a rough, well, it's been a rough few days for Todd. Yes, uh, Todd, of course, now under investigation again. From He's the, got 30 days to give a response to the grievances filed right. against him. And these are very serious. We had Merritt on earlier to talk about this. Abdul, from a law perspective, Merritt mm-hmm. kind of talked about it from the political perspective. Mm-hmm. Abdul will talk about it from a law perspective coming up later in the hour. This is going to be fascinating, Casey, because he barely, by the skin of his teeth. Three to two. It appears saved getting his law license suspended. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this lady who has made the, there are two complaints against him, they're both very well put together. And the one lady who made the complaint used to work for this commission. Hers is very well worded. He's really in a box on this. And um, it comes, I mean, it's again, broken record. But this is why we begged people don't vote for Todd Rokita in that convention. I don't care what Curtis's deal was. If you don't want to be a Curtis person, that's fine. There were other people running who you could have voted for. We said Todd Rokita is the worst person you could vote for because he's going to inject all of his politics and his total lack of self-control into this office. And that is the absolute last thing you should want. And he's not a good attorney. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been out trying cases. He has no experience Again, it's like going to a surgeon who has a medical license. You wouldn't, he's technically, I guess, 
qualified to be in the room, but would you want, you know, if they told you, Casey, when your husband had pretty serious surgery, Mm -hmm. who's doing the surgery? Well, this guy, has he done surgery before? Well, no, but he's got a medical degree. Mm -hmm. How confident would you have been (laughs) that this guy was going to keep your husband on the straight and narrow? We would be finding a new provider. Exactly. And this is who we made our attorney general. And for all the people, well, it's it's not anything. It's about the guy being wholly unqualified. I have other issues with Rakita, but those other issues come into this job, and this job affects how he represents the taxpayers, which is why, and dun-da-da-da, he lost that case on TikTok, mm-hmm. which we told you, dun da da was a colossal waste of time that he was going to lose, and he was doing it for politics. It's another example. He's not even a good attorney, and he keeps getting himself in hot water and embarrassing the state because he can't control himself. Okay, so this disciplinary review is of allegations that his statement contradicted his sworn affidavit. Uh, as you mentioned, he did. it was not successful with the TikTok case, and then, yes, Yesterday afternoon, another thing happened to this guy. Poor, <laughs> poor Attorney General Todd Rokita. He was he was paid a visit by a couple of clowns. We're here to deliver an invitation to Todd Rokita to appear on the Kendall and Casey show. Casey and I are braving the conditions, the construction, the homelessness, the violence of downtown Indianapolis because Todd Rokita is too chicken to come on our show. cold out here today. It's not too cold to hold your government accountable, Casey, and that's what we're doing here at the Indiana State House. <laughs> this is so well done. It's Kendall and Casey walking around the State House. All the lockdowns, all the mask mandates, all the tax increases emanated from right here in Eric Holcomb's office. Now, we have bigger fish to fry today than Rokita, but just remember, everything bad that's happened in your life in Indiana the past seven years has emanated right here. We are here, we are at the Attorney General's office, and we are here to drop off this invitation to come up here on the Kendall and Casey show and say all the mean-spirited things he says on other shows on our station and say it to our face. Ready? Let's go. My name is Rob Kendall. This is Casey Daniels. We're at the Kendall and Casey show. We wanted to drop this off for the attorney general. It's a, an invitation to appear on our show. He's said some things about us on other public forums, and so we just wanted to drop that off for him to have an invitation on our show. And you seem very trustworthy that you will make sure he yeah, gets that. I will absolutely. You guys have a great day. Thanks a lot. Boiler up. Boiler up. He was wearing a Purdue jacket. He was. And that guy seemed very nice. He And he we, we heard he assured us Rokita would get our mm-hmm. invite. Mm-hmm. And sure. so he seemed very trustworthy. My government would never lie to we me. We have no doubt that Rokita... <laughs> look, here's the deal, Casey. Yeah. He started this. Yeah. Were we, we were not talking about Todd Rokita. We were not, uh, you know, discussing him on a daily... His colossal failures as attorney general on a consistent <laughs> basis. And he started it because he went on Tony Kennett's show mm-hmm. and unprompted yeah. just went into a just a litany of grievances that he had with us mm-hmm. and Todd 
you may be able to bully the people and to intimidate the people around you. There have been articles written about that. You may be able to go to these dinners and people are subservient to you because you hold some position of importance, but you are not going to get away with that here. So we are not stopping until you come in here mm-hmm. and we have this conversation mm-hmm. for everyone to hear. Mm-hmm. I am. You started it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy to finish it. He's got a lot on his plate right now. I'm, I'm sure he's booked up for quite a while. You know, he did say that in February that he he plans to run for re-election in 24. I wonder how that's going to go for him. But how on brand was that video for us? Just there's one segment in there where I said, wow, it's really cold outside. Totally something I would say. And then you, it's never too cold to hold your government accountable. I mean, if there's ever a Kendall and Casey statement, those were it. Yeah, and I have received messages from a lot of people, people who sometimes, some of them, generally do not agree with me politically who are very excited that we made that video because mm-hmm. as disliked as I may be in the state house the only guy who may be disliked more is Todd Rokita and they're just happy to see somebody giving him a taste of his own medicine it's 18 minutes after 11 you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you 21 minutes after 11 with kendall and casey on 93 wibc and house republicans they may hold may 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 that's may. the key word there may hold an official vote in the coming weeks on authorizing the impeachment inquiry into president biden what do you mean i thought we already ha- i thought we already did we haven't even done an inquiry yet no I thought we were already there with that. <laughs> wait, 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 no. wait, 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 wait. No. So we are, what month is this, Casey? All these days run together. It's now. almost December. It's almost December. So let's see here. Uh, we'll give them January because they were in in January, even though not all of January, January, February, March, April, May, mm-hmm. June, July, August, September, October, November. 11 months. 11 months? Mm-hmm. And they we don't even have an inquiry? Yep. We're not even inquiring yet? Yes. We're not inquiring yet. So the House Majority Whip uh, said that there's a potential vote coming up. They're taking the temperature of other members. Okay, so, you know, so they campaigned on this, right? This mm-hmm. is something that last October, when they were out begging for votes, they said, in addition to getting the spending under control and holding government accountable and all the things they're also not doing, they said, we're going to get Joe Biden. We're going to impeach Joe Biden. So that was October, and it's now almost December. Mm-hmm. So that's, is that, what is that, 13 months? Mm-hmm. So they said they were going to do something. It's 13 months later. They still haven't even inquired. I see John Herrick there in the newsroom. Can you imagine if John Herrick said, we're going to do a story on fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And 13 months later, I said, John, how is that story on fill in the blank coming? And he said, you know, I haven't even inquired about that yet. We're taking temperatures. Well, they haven't voted. They haven't officially voted. Yeah. So that would be like he hasn't even officially asked, sent a reporter to do the story. Right. He hasn't officially asked about is anybody going to do that this? That would be something I would do, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you would not. We'll put that off until You're next year. You're much too professional. <laughs> I mean, this is what a, what a, these people are just pathological liars on everything, Casey, mm-hmm. on everything. Because you know what? And you know what the truth is? They really don't want to impeach Joe Biden, no matter what Joe Biden actually did. Because one, they want to use it to fundraise and as a campaign issue for next year. And number two, 
they all, most of these people in there know, they're all, not all of them, obviously, but many of them, they got their own dirty laundry. Right. They got their own things they don't want people knowing about. Mm -hmm. I've told this story many times when I first went to work at the State House, and I can only imagine how much worse Washington is than the State House. And there was something that happened. I don't even specifically remember what it was now, but there was some big, what appeared to be a, a scandalous, something of a scandalous nature. And I remember asking somebody much higher up than me in the State House, why are, is the other party not pouncing on this potentially scandalous thing? And they said, the reason they don't talk about it mm-hmm. is because they've all got their own dirt mm-hmm. and everybody pretty much knows everybody else's dirt. And so it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. It's a all, let's all get better off thing. Mm-hmm. And so they largely protect each you other. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, so it came out today that uh, Santos, the guy from New York who lied <laughs> on his resume, you know, they're going to vote on whether he's going to stay in or not. And he came out this morning and he said that he wants something to happen against Jamal Bowman, the guy who pulled the fire yeah, alarm, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, you do that to me, I'm going to do it to him. Um, it's the same sort of thing. Well, but the, and this is the point, right? It's like they're they're going to probably, um, they're probably going to throw Santos out, mm-hmm. but like they're going to sit in judgment of him. And these people write laws that allow legal insider trading, where if you or I did it, we would go directly to federal prison. You know, do not pass, go do not collect $200 mm-hmm. and a litany of other things. And yet they're going to sit in judgment of this guy over how, you know, because his life is essentially a, a, a lie. I mean, it's just it, it is. Uh, I mean, should he be thrown out? Yeah, but a whole bunch of the rest of them should be thrown out. And the idea that they're going to sit in judgment of someone else is laughable. So back in September, Kevin McCarthy, he launched an inquiry, but it was never voted on. So that's what they're talking he about. He launched an inquiry. Right. But it's like without a vote. So now <laughs> it's like officially they got to vote on it. Here's what uh, the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, said. I just got a bullet points here. From 2014 to 2019, Biden family members and their affiliate companies received over $15 million from foreign companies and foreign nationals. These are all facts. Facts are stubborn things. That included Ukraine, Russia, Kazakhstan, Romania, and China. Biden business associates received an additional $9 million. The, the, the chairman here have uncovered a lot of facts. President Biden has, of course, lied at least 16 times about his involvement in his family's business schemes. There are at least 22 examples of Joe Biden speaking with or meeting with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. The Oversight Committee recently released two checks. You see the graphics up here today. Uh, these checks are to Joe Biden. One is for $40,000 from China, and another is for 200000 from a now bankrupt healthcare company that his brother James Biden apparently swindled. Listen, this, op- this, uh, this investigation has to continue. So keep going. We have we you me the public has access to a fraction mm-hmm. of what that what the House of Representatives has, mm-hmm. and given just the fraction of information that we have, if they don't impeach this guy, the only logical conclusion you can come to is it's because the, they didn't want to. Right. It's the but it's the reasons I laid out. They want to fundraise and use it as a political issue next year, mm-hmm. and or they all know that a whole bunch of them are just as dirty as this guy for something different, or maybe it's the same, or who knows, and they're protecting him. I mean, those are the only two logical conclusions given the information that's public, much less what's not, and if they don't proceed 
What other conclusion could you come to? Okay. They have the checks, Casey. Mm-hmm. They have the checks. Yeah, they're just dragging it out <laughs> forever and ever. Okay, so Biden was in Colorado, and uh, it's Biden versus himself. Oh, no. At this point. Oh, no. And it's this entire speech is littered with gaffes and teleprompter mistakes and not being able to coherently speak. So we're just going to rapid fire these oh, and get exciting. through them. Oh, my God. You ready? Yes. All right. Here we go. It's Biden versus himself. This is Nick. Hey, Nick. This is uh, Nick. Oh, Williams. Now, look, my my Marine carries that. It has a code to blow up the world. That doesn't, this is not nuclear weapons, oh, is no. it? All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> get the okay, so he's meeting with some people at this plant uh-huh. before his speech, yeah. and he tells the guy, my Marine has a code to blow up the world. So he just- This is not a nuclear weapon. He just told everybody who has the code, right? Mm-hmm. I bet you feel great if you're that guy. Yeah. And then while he's speaking, he goes on to say that he's he's friends with Mr. Moon. But but I am friends with your leader, Mr. Moon. I don't, you know, you know, we're 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 good guys. Okay. Can we can we hear that one again? That was a good sure. one. Is that all right? No. Yeah. Could you play that again for us? But but I am friends with your leader, Mr. Moon. I don't, you know, you know, we're we're, we're we're good guys. I'm hoping that Mr. Moon is the name of their boss. I would. It's who just he's speaking to. It's just the mumbling and bumbling afterwards that really makes the clip hold, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. And then we've got uh, <laughs> Biden versus the teleprompter. Here in Colorado, the wind turbine manufacturing vistas. Is, is investing $40 million to expand fa- its factory and hire an additional 1,000 employees. Solar manufacturer Ber- Meyer Berger is building a new solar cell factory just down the road in Colorado Springs. It's, it's impossible to even follow along with you, what he's saying. It really is. Like, if you are actually trying, like, I, I, you wonder anymore, like, who is, when the president gives a speech, who, are there any people left who are like, oh my gosh, I must watch Biden in Pueblo, Colorado, mm-hmm. give a three minutes worth of remarks? Are there any? Is everybody left? It used to be a big deal if the president went somewhere and did something. I'm not sure in the modern era it is, but can you imagine if you are a person who is actually trying to dis- disseminate information from a Joe Biden media appearance? Yeah, you can't even tell what he's talking about. Finally, during this speech, he threw a shot at Donald Trump and gave him a demotion. Imagine what we could do if we just made these billionaires pay their taxes like everyone else. We could use it to strengthen the Social Security and Medicare system instead of cutting them, or like Congressman Trump and Bo would want to do. Congressman, Congressman Trump and Boebert. The, 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 my favorite thing, though, is Joe Biden spent, let's see, so he was elected in 70, was it 74? So he was vice president. Pre, he was elected vice president in 08. What is that, 34 years? Mm-hmm. That's the, I'm just doing public school math off the top of my head here. If I'm off a little one year, please forgive me. But he spent almost 35 years writing the tax code or being a person who wrote the tax code. And he and then he was vice president after that. It's not like he's been on holiday for the past you know 10 years. He was vice president before that, and now he's president. Mm-hmm. So for 50 years, he has been had some degree of control over the tax code, and he is lamenting the tax code that he wrote. Yep. 
You got it. Casey, I'm going to hit you with something. Not literally hit you with something, but I'm going to throw something your way when we come back. I saw something last night that the uh, Republicans in Indiana are doing, and it's really, really, really making me angry because it's rewarding terrible behavior from our elected officials. All right. We'll get into that coming up from 93 WIBC. Casey on 93 WIBC. Something's got you upset and worked up today. Huh? Well, I, I, I saw this. And, <laughs> Something more than usual. <laughs> um, so I've seen so many of these establishment Republicans congratulating mm-hmm. Tara Klutz, the now soon to be former comptroller, used mm-hmm. to be state auditor, they changed the name of it, on her air quote retirement. Yeah. And I'm reading this going, this lady just ran for re-election. Over, she convinced over 1 million people in the state of Indiana, I want this job, which is a very important job. And within months of being reelected to the position, she quit mm-hmm. on the taxpayers of the state of Indiana. And she is taking away the vote of over 1 million people and allowing the governor of the state of Indiana to pick his own chosen establishment crony stooge in Elise Nashala. Because she did a TV ad for him during his reelection, so she's totally Team Holcomb. If you want to know who he's who he's picking, mm-hmm. and Elise Nashala was just rejected by Republican voters at the state convention last year when she tried to become the state treasurer. So we have an office hopper who is totally loyal to the goon governor, who nobody voted for, who's going to serve the majority of this term without being elected because this woman. Tara Klutz Mm -hmm. quit Mm -hmm. on the taxpayers of the state of Indiana, not even in the middle of her term, at the beginning beginning of her term. This woman, Elise Nishala, who was not elected by anybody, who was just rejected by Republican voters, is going to be a statewide office holder for over three years. And all we have are a bunch of Republicans clapping like seals, congratulating this woman, Tara Klutz, for quitting on the t- it's not retirement. She quit. There's not some health issue. It's not some family health issue. It's not that she's incapable of doing the job. She quit. And this happens over and over and over again with the Republican Party, where these people run for election, they win, and then they quit. And party insiders and party bosses then pick the replacement who have totally unfair advantages going forward. Okay, so the state controller pays the bills, works with local governments to distribute local tax revenue and Nishala is going to serve out the remainder three years of Klutz's term yeah it doesn't expire until 26 so she could be the state auditor comptroller whatever mm-hmm. we're calling it these days mm-hmm. for 11 years Casey and she will walk in with a hundred percent advantage and name ID and Holcomb won't be the governor anymore the stain like Holly Sullivan had of being attached to Holcomb will be removed from her but she was rewarded for being a reliable party stooge and now she gets immense power and no one voted for her and it's just gross that the Republicans are patting this woman Tara Klutz on the back like she did something great or something noble Abdul's gonna join us next You guys are going to talk about the Attorney General some more. Oh, Todd Rokita. Okay, that's coming up. It's 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. 
All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. He's the owner of IndiePolitics.org. Abdullah Kim Shabazz, hello. How's it going, my friend? Uh, I know you're you're gonna just you've been dreading this segment, and I know all week long you've thought, oh gosh darn it, we've gotta we gotta talk about Todd Rokita being in hot water again. Well, we'll just start with this, and then I'll turn it over to you. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Well, here's my thing. Um, Todd and I have a history, <laughs> yes, you which, do. Which, which we do. It's even worse than the one I have yeah. with him. <laughs> but there's an old phrase. I think I told you this a couple days ago. We and I were texting each other about some other stuff. Time heals all wounds, and eventually wounds all heal. <laughs> all right. So I think most people are familiar. We won't do the long, extended background on this. But Todd Rokita now will likely be back in front of the Indiana Disciplinary Commission over another complaint filed two against complaints. him. Yeah, two complaints. Uh, and it relates to the last set of complaints that were against him by the Indiana Disciplinary Commission over the comments he made on Fox News. And the, and the, just a totally sim- simplification of this is he was reprimanded by the Supreme Court for those comments he made about the abortion doctor on Fox News. Part of that was he had to essentially admit he did the thing. He had to essentially admit, I would not be able to defend this in front of the Supreme Court. And in exchange for that, I don't get my law license suspended. I don't get it revoked. And I just get a, a reprimand. But a big part of that is admitting you're admitting right. guilt, right? Right. And so as soon as that ruling comes down, he puts out a press release where he basically says, oh, screw that. I didn't do those things. I don't want in front of the court. And the only reason I uh, didn't uh, fight it was I wanted to save the taxpayers a bunch of time and money. And so now people are going, wait a second, you signed an affidavit in front of the court saying this. And then your immediate reaction is, no, I didn't do this. Well, then did you sign a false affidavit? And saying, here's the thing. Uh, I was it dawned on me after we recorded State House Happenings this morning. Todd Rakita has actually used that line before uh, when I had to file a, so- a lawsuit against him uh, a couple years ago because he denied me access to That's right to his news conference. And you basically won. I mean, he gave in and cried uncle and said, right. and, he, you know, and when he, what he said in his news release in his public statement was, uh, "We knew we could win, but I want to save the taxpayers' money. <laughs> That's why I settled." And you're now allowed to go back to the. But I think that goes to the character of who yes. we're dealing with here. Right. I mean, the fact that he banned you, he sent you an invitation yes. to the event, right? You got an email saying, please come to our press conference, or we're having this press conference. Cool. I'd like to cover this. Nah, 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 nah. You can't come in here. And, and it wasn't over anything controversial. It was like over like the do not call list. It was something very, it was something very, it was something very, uh, I used to work for the Attorney General in Illinois years ago. It's something that, that that's very mundane. It, it, is, it, is, it is a big deal for consumers, yeah, but it's not, it, it's not like he's going to, he he's not breaking like it's not like world shattering news or anything right like right that. right right. He was just doing it to be an ass, and that's what Todd does. And now he's he's potentially in a like a world of hurt, and we'll get to that here in a second because he can't separate. And we we have talked about when the, from the moment he was elected attorney general, did we not say 
he has got a major problem because he cannot he will not be able to separate politics from the law and now the law matters matters more than the politics the day Todd McKee got elected I said my egg timer yeah and and it, everything we said about this guy has come true so what's interesting about this complaint filed against him over these this press release is that it was made by a woman Paula Cardoza Jones, I believe is her name, who used to actually work for the Disciplinary Commission, right? So this is not some outside the mainstream person. This is a person who knows intricately how this Disciplinary Commission works and you know what the rules of the road are here and a person who if anybody was going to know whether someone had violated potentially the code of conduct it would be this person yeah she's been uh, 10 years in, in the world in the world of lawyer professional conduct and then also on top of that spent two years as a staff attorney to the disciplinary commission itself so if anybody knows you know how the law works what what are violations what are not violations and what is worthy of a, of a complaint it is her okay so here is kind of the quote part of her complaint and i look i I read this, and, and we'll get to this here in a second. I think he's in big trouble. I'm not a lawyer, but her complaint is pretty compelling. Quote, the commission agreed to and the court narrowly approved a very generous conditional finding. Respondent's acceptance of responsibility is a mitigating factor. Rokita, however, has not accepted responsibility for his misconduct. In his website response filed immediately after the court's decision, he denied any misconduct and paints himself as a victim of the media, liberal activists, and cancel culture, among others, by implicating he includes the commission and the court among his perceived unjust persecutors. Look, when you barely, and it was a three to two decision anyway, that we should point that out, two of the justices, and, and you can expand on this because you actually asked Supreme Court Justice Chief Justice Loretta Rush about this, didn't think the reprimand was firm enough. And for you to go out flapping your gums about the people who just did you a big solid and a big favor, what a terrible move. When you get a mulligan, you take advantage of it and stop talking right just shut the blank up then we would have to beep that part out yeah just just shut up just stop talking <laughs> um it, 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 in, in, in situations like this, there are two arguments you can make. There's a political argument, and then there's a legal argument. And it's one thing to make a political argument if you're up for re-election, i.e. Donald Trump. It's another thing to make a legal argument, because political arguments don't work in a court of law. Right, you're correct. And anything you say can and eventually will be used against you. That's why we tell people, just stop talking. It's a total lack of self-control, because all he had to do, he could have totally spun it in his favor, and nobody's voting on this anyway. It's Indiana. All he would have had to do is say, my passion for the life movement, my my passion for protecting the unborn unfortunately got the better of me, and my emotion allowed me to make statements that I, in hindsight, regret. I should have handled it better. I will continue to uphold the Indiana Constitution and the laws of our state, and I will continue to be 100% pro-life and protect the unborn. Period. Done. Exactly. We're done. And, and by the way, um, the, best, the best thing about sincerity is when you can fake it. <laughs> you don't even have to mean it. Just, yeah. just make the statement, go out there, do the attrition, and shut up and go do your job. So this is a big na- big deal now because now this will go back in front of the Supreme Court. Clearly, you already had two justices who didn't think your initial uh, the reprimand was strong enough. And all you got to do, and Jim Merritt pointed this out earlier, all you got to do is flip one of these justices. So what do you think is the likely? Is it 
the 30-day suspension like, say, Curtis Hill got, or could it be even worse? I think it could be worse because this goes to uh, character and integrity, uh, which are big issues, believe it or not, actually for us lawyers here in the state of Indiana. you, you got to have character, you got to have integrity, you got to be honest. You, you can't lie. And if uh, it's found that Rakita made a false statement you know, to the commission, uh, I could see easily uh, 30, 30-day suspension being the minimum, and uh, I would say there's a one-in-three chance of possibly having his license revoked. Wow. So you think you, you actually think there is a possibility that they will say this was so egregious, your law license is revoked, which means he cannot be the attorney general. Right? Exactly. Which which then, once again, uh, the, attorney, the attorney general's office up for re-election in 2024. Uh, they're going to have a convention. So trust me, there are, there are a bunch of people probably in the state of Indiana right now who are just looking at the chops to file uh, for the for the Del for to, to get the nomination to be attorney general come June. Even if he just gets suspended for thirty days, because part of the narrative of his supporters during the convention when he beat Curtis Hill was, "Hey, this guy's got a black cloud over him. You know, we can't risk losing this spot. You got to have a guy with impeccable, you know, credibility or background or you know whatever." And I'm not saying Rokita used those exact words, but that was the play. We covered this in 2020. That was the play from his people at the you know at the virtual convention. Well, now. You'll have the exact same thing hanging over you that Curtis had hanging over him if indeed he loses his law license for 30 days. Exactly, which means uh, I would I would expect uh, Rakita to have a challenger regardless uh, in the in the convention because some folks are going to say, "Hey, we can't have this. We can't go into the." Tell me if this sounds familiar. We can't go into a general election with this candidate because we're going to get our clocks clean. Who, who are we talking about, Todd Rakita or, or Donald Trump? So I, I would not be surprised if he has a challenger, at, at least one challenger uh, come June. And it's important to also recognize that I believe all five of these justices were appointed by Republican governors. Yep. So there's not, he can't spin this, that it's the radical left or he, a radical he, left court. And when I when I saw this news release he put out uh, after the, the first disciplinary hearing, he said, no, they're trying to cancel me in this woke culture. Like, are you talking about the justices of the Supreme Court? Because they're the ones who made the decision. When you just stop talking, you're you're only going to make it worse. And we, and I, uh, Jim and I, we can't talk about this uh, beforehand. We knew that when Rakita made those statements, set the egg timer again yep. because it's coming. And you know, we, you know, Abdul, you and I, there's nothing more that we hate than to say we told you so. But we told you so. And it was so obvious when this guy was elected attorney general because he can't. And this is why I said I like a lot of the guy's politics, but he is not a guy that should be in this position because the law in this position, the law 100% trumps your politics, and he is playing politics inside of a job where the law matters most. And not only is it now bad for the taxpayers, it looks like it's very likely that lack of self-control is going to be bad for him. What's today's date? November 30th. Set a timer. All right. Hey, thanks as always. You're the best. IndyPolitics.org. That's where you can find Abdul. Get yourself a cheat, subs- cheat sheet subscription. While and I'm actually there. working this weekend. Hey, <laughs> what's coming up on the big show? Uh, a lot of 2023-2024 uh, year in review stuff. Okay. That's Saturday 1 until uh, one until 3 here on 93 WIBC. Abdul at large. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Casey. Thanks to... Uh, who the heck was the producer? Kevin. Thanks to Noah. No, Kevin's yeah. out today, Abdul. Thanks to Noah, and thank you to you for listening. Stick around. Tony Katz coming up next. Next, it's Kendall and Casey Show, 93 WIBC.